0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, Crypto Traders Worldwide. This is an unexpected, unplanned, unscheduled update, more for helper reasons, as recent controversies may call for you to have to use this, and I wanted to get it out before I forget, while it's still fresh on my mind. I gave an update on a previous podcast entry about the difference between wallets and exchanges, and the idea that a wallet, when something's in your wallet, you own it. It's yours you own the keys to the kingdom as it were nothing can touch it the wallet itself is just pointing at your at your stake really on the blockchains and as a result nothing can affect it unless if there's something that affects it at the blockchain level such as a rug pull whereas in an exchange you don't truly quote have control over what you have in your stake they're holding it on your behalf similar to a bank but with wallets in particular There's a little bit, it goes a little bit deeper, and I'm going to keep this somewhat brief because it's late. There are keys that you should be aware of with your wallet. And when you start getting into crypto, you should be aware of all the different keys that are in play and what they mean and why they matter so that you are properly taking care of your stake, but also in the event that you need to move wallets, that you understand what is really happening. There are three primary keys. When I say keys, that's in quotes. There are three primary ones. The first one is called a seed phrase. The second is a public key and the third is a private key. Now, the seed phrase it's going to it's it's treated as a password and in a sense it is. But there's a specific sequence to how that seed phrase is built. What's important about seed phrase is that the seed phrase is not at the wallet level, except when you've created it and you've stored something now to blockchain. What it's doing is it's creating a bond between your stake in the various blockchain, whichever blockchain, and visibility to the wallet. Your wallet uses the seed phrase to gain access to see in and, ultimately transact on your behalf but without the seed phrase the wallet has no way of accessing your stake. Now within a wallet and for the most part, trust wallet yes, coinbase now for now yes made mass yes um, atomic wallet no. certain wallets have multiple grouped sub wallets within them. Each of these has its own separate key, but it's all tied to this seed phrase. So to use an analogy, if it helps you any, think of the seed phrase as what you would tell somebody to, as the, as a secret password to walk into the vault, which takes you then to public key. Public key is a, it's basically a GUID, don't worry about what that means, but it's a unique identifier that is associated to that specific wallet, the sub-wallet, inside of your master wallet software. So if I'm using Trust Wallet, I have a wallet one, wallet two, wallet three, and so on. The public key is linked to one of these sub-wallets, and it allows you to receive a certain type of cryptocurrency. So down within the wallet, I'm going to have one public key for my Ethereum. I'm going to have a different public key for my crypto or for my Cardano. I'm going to have a different one for my Doge because they're all different networks. They're all different blockchains. So in wallet one, let's say I'm holding Cardano and I'm holding Solana. I've got two public keys in that wallet, wallet number one, let's say in wallet number two, I'm also holding Cardano at wallet number two. It's going to have a completely different public key than wallet number one's Cardano because that is unique to that sub-wallet, if that makes sense. And then it's associated directly to the crypto that is in that wallet. So it's a hierarchy. you got to think in your mind. Again, if the seed phrase is what it takes to walk into the vault, the wallet is the specific Let's say, you know, vault itself, the specific door or the specific tray or the specific lock box that's there. And then within there, I've got two or three wallets stored. And then each one of those has crypto inside of it. That's your hierarchy. Your public key, then, is what you would give to anyone who's going to transfer crypto to you or pay you in crypto to go to that wallet for that crypto at that time. It's safe to distribute your public key. All it can do is receive crypto. If you're receiving NFTs, you're usually gonna give an Ethereum key because it associates that network, if not Polygon. Now you then have a private key. You will. It's hard to get access to the private key on purpose because the private key should remain private it is what gives you access to withdraw or otherwise affect what's in that wallet. So if you were to set up trust wallet, it's actually very difficult to get access to the private key. They make you jump through hoops including the seed phrase. So in your mind, picture that this private key is a physical key that opens that vault to get into all this stuff. But the this physical key is stored inside the vault's entry itself. So I give the seed phrase to the guard to get past and walk into the vault. I walk over to my locker where my key happens to be. I grab my key, which is the private key, and I open my little my vault that's inside the master vault. And now I pull out my lock box. Inside the lock box has different wallets and each of them has a public key that's used to deposit funds. So Envision as a hierarchy. Why am I describing all this? Because your private key, because it's unique to that store of value, you can use it to move between wallets, just like you can use the seed phrase to move between wallets as well. So you can use the private key, for example, and say, I want to move this Cardano stake from MetaMask to Trust Wallet, or I want to be able to access it through both MetaMask and Trust Wallet, there's an entry in both software programs where you can enter the private key and it will basically expose that within the wallet. It's the same, You're again, you're just pointing at your store of value. So it's not copying, it's not moving anything. It's just, it's a window to see it. You're giving access to these. Why would you do such a thing? If you have two people in the household, maybe one person prefers Meta, MetaMask and one person prefers... Trust Wallet for their own crypto, but you have a shared crypto as a, as a couple. That might be a use case where you might want to expose it in both sides so that husband and wife can see it or whatever. The seed phrase can also be used to move or give visibility between different wallet software programs. So you can use the seed phrase that is in your Coinbase wallet, let's say, Expose it through MetaMask by giving it import via seed phrase. The difference between the two is that in the private key move or view, you are just exposing it into an existing wallet that you already have. In a seed phrase, it's literally like you're moving the vault from one physical place to another, and then you're exposing it both ways. So when you go, if you're going Coinbase wallet and you want to go to MetaMask, and you wanna do the seed phrase, it will show in MetaMask, but you can't have your crypto show up in an existing MetaMask wallet. You're building a brand new MetaMask wallet to see what's in, Crypt- in Coinbase wallet through MetaMask. They're still separated. The wallets inside MetaMask side are still separate. So if you already had crypto there, you're not gonna be able to interchange it seamlessly without avoiding gas. You're gonna to have to do gas fees because the gas fees apply. When you're moving between wallets, you say, "Okay, if it's not going to let me interchange my crypto, then what's the point of it?" For the most part, it's where I need to have a different compatibility or a different access to do something, or something has changed with the token where I now need to use different tools. Let's say, like for example, Coinbase Wallet does not support Binance Smart Chain, so if I need it to trade with Binance Smart Chain. That crypto has got to be in either Meta or Trust or some other wallet that supports Binance as another network. So you might need to actually move, quote unquote, your wallet into one of these other wallets and spin it up so where you can support Binance and whatever other network you're doing. That's the only real reason you do it. If what I just described to you is all gobbledygook, ignore it because it probably doesn't apply to you. But. If you're reasonably savvy about crypto and you come across this need where, and it's usually where the token developer has told you, hey, we're considering moving to Binance or we're moving to Phantom or we're moving to some network. If you're in Coinbase wallet, chances are you're going to need to move to another wallet. If you're already in Trust wallet, you're fine. So then you're like, well, why wouldn't I just go straight into Trust wallet? There's one main reason why someone would consider using coinbase wallet and it is simply because of the the integration back to regular coinbase so if there's tokens that you want that you can't buy in coinbase you can buy them in coinbase wallet but you can leverage the integration for ethereum between coinbase and coinbase wallet that's the only real reason you would do it other than that coinbase wallet has no real utility it's just that integration so if you don't care about coinbase because you don't use it You're fine with a trust wallet, MetaMask, Guarda, Atomic, or any of the other wallets that are out there when you want to put your coins in a place that you own and is controlled. This is, again, in the rare situations where you might need to move either one crypto to another place without the gas fees, or you want to completely spin up another wallet that has your existing stake without the gas fees. That's what I'm talking about here. In the event of Keanu, which I just gave an update about, you may actually need to do that if you're a Keanu investor, but it may come up again if you're investing in meme coins. That's the only situation I can think of where you would need to use this information, but hopefully it's been of value to hear about the different types of keys and the fact that it's all interchangeable once you're good at it. Obviously, you got to be careful, but it's reasonably simple once you get into the groove.